Hello, spreaders, and welcome to the first episode of the Spread Podcast in 2020. This is season four. So I usually like to take the first two months of the year off, think about what kind of content I need to give you guys, like for the whole year, what the focus is going to be. And, you know, just so much like I have so much to share. I have so much to learn. I have so much to unlearn. And I feel like March is the new January this year. I mean, does anyone else think that this year is happening like super fast? It's it's insane. It's really insane. Right. So anyhow, this year, I just wanted to let you know that I want to focus on Africa. More content from the continent. People who are living in their truth, people who are open and focused to the unlearning and learning process, maybe even a few debates here and there, just so that we can hear different opinions. More educational videos and, you know, really simplified content, uh, like educational videos for the YouTube page and so on. I mean, so much. And I'm so happy to be here, so happy to be back. Season four, guys. Anyway, back to today's episode. I don't want to keep going on and on because I'm about to do that somewhere in the middle of this podcast. So I just want to introduce Sony and Kaluhi, who are very famous foodies in Nairobi. And I really wanted to talk about what it's like dating in Nairobi, but from a food perspective. I feel like it's such a great combination and the best people to join me in that podcast is Sony and Kaluhi. So I think this episode is going to be super fun. You guys are going to love it. You're going to learn new places to go and you're going to learn a little bit more about these foodies and their personal lives and their personal opinions. I think it's going to be super great. I really, 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 really struggle dating in Nairobi. So this has also just been a real eye opener for me. And, you know, I'm also open to going on dates, kind of, maybe. Maybe not. Anyway, on to our episode. We have a new studio space, which I'm so excited about. Because um, if you do hear a little bit of an echo, it's because we're recording inside my pole studio slash office. And this is the first time that we're recording in this space. So I'm just hoping that the sound will be good enough for us. And if you don't think that it's cool, just please let me know by leaving us a comment in the wherever you want to leave us comments. In the studio today, we have two amazing foodies. They're my favorite foodies in Nairobi. Aww, thank you. <laughs> and I want to give it up for Kaluhi. Hey, guys. Who's like a like home cook slash social... Like, I don't know. What? What's, home your, cook, what's your elevator pitch? Home cook extraordinaire, the Beyonce of cooking. Wow. Um, the Rihanna yes. of recipes. What? <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> And the Lizzo of spices. Come on. Come on. <laughs> and then we also have Sony, who is like, literally is my favorite person to follow on social media. Wow, really? I've said it to you, and I don't know if you think that, like, if you don't believe me, like, maybe you think that I'm just gassing you up, but maybe. for I love your content. Thank you. Yeah. And I guess, how would you describe yourself? Wait. Um, I would describe it as... Come with me wherever I eat. It's mostly Nairobi. Sometimes I'm fortunate enough to be eating 
outside of the Sometimes country. You're always traveling. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, that's it. So like a traveling food content, food content creator. Yeah. Sort. When people ask you what you do, what do you say? Food and bars mostly, like restaurants and bars. So actually my, the hardest way for me to have conversations about what I do is usually at family functions. When yeah. you go to like a family function, say, ah, what do you do? That's so difficult. I, I, th- I don't think I'll ever get the right words. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I cook, oh, so you're a caterer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, no, I don't cater. <laughs> do you get that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm like, you have to first of all know what Instagram is before we even... Yeah. yeah. These young people of digital, <laughs> ah, okay, good for you. When are you getting married? Is <laughs> really the next question. But the reason that I have you guys in the studio today is because we're doing a super dope podcast episode called A Restaurant Guide to Dating in Nairobi. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> Yes. So I have a list of questions that I sent to you guys, and I'm hoping that we can sort of guide people around the city. Uh, We can talk a little bit about love and romance, sensuality, sexuality, but through food and through spaces, through intimacy, like a form of intimacy. We're going to jump right into it. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. The first question, where would you take your first date and why? Okay, so for me, when I was thinking about this, I, on first dates, I like it to be daytime, generally, and early enough where if it's a good first date, you can carry it on, but if you need to bail, you can be like, oh, you know, I've got this lunch plan or a meeting, and then you can just leave. So for me, I think it's also, I I like it when I'm taken or we go to a small cafe or coffee shop that maybe isn't the big generic brands. So like coffee and bagels or Kesh Kesh, you know, something with a little bit of personality, a little bit interesting in case the conversation starts to get boring. <laughs> you can like talk about what's happening around you. So yeah. Or the good food or the good coffee. It's like, hmm. Yeah. Like in those yeah. Mo- moments of awkward silence. The coffee is really good too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what's yours? I share the same sentiments as Sony. I like a daytime date for a first date. Um, for me, if I were to choose should I name a restaurant? Absolutely. Okay. If I were to choose, maybe Wasp and Sprout, maybe for brunch. Oh, perfect. Yeah. If it's a bad date, you know, bye. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a good date, let's carry it on till nighttime. Um, Wasp, Wasp and Sprout or Cultiva. Have you been to Cultiva? No, not yet. Uh, it's farm to fork and it's so good. It's so warm. It's open. It's rustic. It's just beautiful. Perfect for a first date. I like mm. that. I also yeah. feel the same way about uh, dating during the day for mm. first mm. dates. I feel like it's really important to get to know somebody in an environment that's not noisy and alcohol-driven. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. And I guess that's a good point, because I'm assuming the first date is somebody who I've never dated or don't even really know very well. Because, you know, maybe it's somebody who you've hung out with for a while. Then, then I can do, like, a dinner or a lunch or something. Yeah. But yeah. if it's completely fresh, then... Or someone you met online, cause like you've never seen them. Like a them. Tinder date. Like Twitter DMs. <laughs> Wait, have you gone on a Twitter DM date? Oh God, I could write cool. a book. What? Please tell us. Not today. No, no. it has to be today. I'm not coming back. <laughs> no wonder you're so Next active episode. on Twitter. Oh my God. You're there tweeting all the time. <laughs> now you know. Pouch, pow, pow. I'm gonna start tweeting so much more. <laughs> oh, well, now 
now we know it. Actually, you know, my Twitter DMs have seen a lot of exciting stuff. Too, I gotta say, but like really hot stuff. Because also, I'm, like it's the spread. So I mean, my DMs be different. <laughs> but, but like dating. No, this wow. year I'm actually challenging myself. If someone is not weird or like you know these freaks How do you know from when somebody's not weird? that's the thing you can't know. But yeah. I don't. I feel like my instinct is quite sharp. Yeah. I don't pick too poorly. Yeah. Yeah, let me leave it at that. Wait, can I can I ask a question uh-huh. though? Because I'm with you. Okay. I'm also of the opinion that I was like, you know what? Go out of your comfort zone. If somebody yeah. doesn't like, if you kind of get to know someone, they seem like they're not gonna kill you on that first date. Just go, <laughs> like, try. You never know. Yeah. But then, what happens? Because sometimes, sometimes I feel like even before I go into it, I know that I'm just not very interested. But I'm like, okay, let me give this guy a shot. Mm. And then what happens after the first date when it's like, okay, so my instincts were right, we're not really vibing, now what? I think we'll get to that because it's one of our questions. Okay, sorry. Okay. But I do like that segue, thanks. Okay. My, my response for my first date is also uh, wasp and sprout. And my reason is, I, like, I really like breakfast. So my first mm. dates will either be a brunch or a breakfast. Yeah. So I like breakfast. And, and then if you don't, we're not going on a second date. <laughs> Easy way to see, weed them out. <laughs> exactly. The second question is, where would you go if you wanted to ask a partner to go steady? Hmm. I feel this would need a bit more, a restaurant that's a bit more, okay, in my opinion, a bit more sensual. Okay. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's, 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 let's like talk about at what point, after knowing somebody, are you having the conversation about going steady? Yeah, because I feel by, by the time you get to this point, you've already known each other to some extent. You already feel each other's vibes. You already really connect. Maybe even con- have already connected physically, which is a plus. So if you want to take it next level, make sure the mood is right. Mm-hmm. Let's do it correct. <laughs> Let's go to somewhere like about time. Let's dress up. Yes. Look good. Yeah. Then shoot your shot. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. So I'm with you. Seal that deal. <laughs> Seal it. I think I love about time. I love like Sierra. Yeah. Oh, Sierra, yes. The Brookside yes. location. Yes. Isn't it so... Just oh my lord, I don't think I've been to the Brookside one. No. I thought you were talking about the Yaya one. No. I was just like, hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. The Brookside one is something else. Oh. Especially at night. Yes. Oh my. And like a great wine list, simple menu. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it's literally just down the road from my house. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. And my part B of that question is would you actually ask somebody to go steady? Um, um, this is asking personally and I, actually it's not under the assumption of who you date or what kind of people you date or what your sexuality yeah. is but like w- is it something that you would do would you ask somebody to go steady and if you did how would you ask them I feel like for me it's it's less I mean when, when, when I was younger maybe it was like will you be my boyfriend but now I think it's a bit more of a conversation around like so I'm interested in just being us, like being monogamous. Like, are you dating other people? Are you hooking up with other people? And do you plan on continuing that kind of thing? And I think I have the conversation, but not so outright. Okay. I feel in my younger years, I would have said no. But now that I'm growing older, I mean, what do I have to lose? 
And if I want something, why not just ask? Yeah. If they say no, it's fine. There are no hard feelings. But 100%, I would just ask. I think just like Sony. Yeah. I just put all my cards on the table. I feel like, okay, no, I like you. And I feel like we'd make a nice couple and I'd want to experience a relationship with you. So do you want to take this journey with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think it's cool. I can dig that. I can dig that. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I believe it or not, I'm always too scared to ask. Yeah. It I, is scary. Yeah. It is. Rejection I would is much scary. Rather never, or the potential. And it's terrible because like sometimes rejection is actually such a beautiful thing. Like we we have accustomed ourselves into a lifelong of believing that rejection is this terrible thing, but it's not yeah. always. It's just, it actually helps you weaving out the bad seeds. It's just yeah. like, yeah, no thanks. I'm not going to date you. So, um, Okay. Bye. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. <laughs> and learn more about yourself as well because if somebody says, yeah, no, maybe you're just too whatever that is, it's just like, okay, I'm not going to be any less of that, but maybe I'm just not for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I always try and like pep talk myself by saying like, I'm just delaying the heartbreak if I don't have that conversation yeah. immediately. Mm. And then maybe I end up liking them even more and then that it's even more painful later down the road when, exactly. I, when someone's like, hey, I saw so-and-so hooking up with whoever in Mercury, and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah, when you, could have, when you could have figured that shit out much sooner. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Okay, question number three. You met on Tinder, and now I feel like I should say Twitter. <laughs> you, met on, you met on a dating site online. Uh, you're not sure about this person. Where do you go? Whoa. Okay, if I'm not sure about a person, but I kind of, kind of like them, Let's do the Kawaida cafes. Yeah. Let's do at cafe. Let's yeah. do Java. It's safe mm-hmm. enough. It's relaxed enough. So there won't be that much nerves. But still it's a nice and pretty enough place for us to get to know each other. I love at cafe. Yeah. So let's just do at cafe, daytime or evening, bus. <laughs> I like it. Me too. I second all of that. Yeah. Okay. I I feel like Especially with Tinder, maybe I want to go to a place where I'm safe. So I want to go to a place where I know either the bartenders or I know the owner of the space. Yeah. And they know me, so they mm-hmm. would know if I was uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And they would f- figure out a way to sort of like ease the situation. Now, now I'm trying to think of like, I think I feel like tapas is too intimate, mm-hmm. but then it's also a place where I go and the bartenders will know me or the owner, the manager knows me, or yeah. like even about time, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I also think I should uh, put out there, I never actually have gone on, on a date from like a dating app or online or anything. So, little caveat. <laughs> I don't, I know okay. I haven't actually like followed through with the experience, but I think if, if that was going to be a thing. Then that would be a thing that you would do. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Before we go into the fourth question, Sony, you never having been on a dating app. Are you dating? Uh, yeah. Okay. Are, are you, like, in a relationship? No. Okay. I haven't been for just over a year now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Sorry? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, how, uh, what is your fear around online dating? Oh, is it a fear? It's not a fear. You know what it honestly is? And I think, I think this is probably presumptuous, but Nairobi is a peanut, right? And I feel like 
everyone knows mm -hmm. everyone and has been with everyone in some way, shape or form is connected. So I'm just not interested in meeting people on a dating app here. Okay. I feel like I would use a dating app maybe if I moved countries or, or, traveled. or traveled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, and yeah, I actually have no idea why I just haven't even tried. I feel like that's a, re that's a big reason. You, like you don't need another reason if you have that as a reason. Yeah. 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 I actually feel like in as much as I've started exploring, like responding to Twitter DMs, whatever, it's still scary. Mm. And I think I'd say it's still fear. Like, mm. because you don't know the kind of person you're actually going to meet, even if you give a long period of time for you to um, like screen them and see what they think, how they think, it's still very scary because you can present a false persona online, but offline you're someone very, very different and mm. stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest fear. As in, <clears throat> So I don't know. For me, it's just something I've just started trying out this year. I've never been on Tinder. Okay, I was, but I left like that same day. I was just like, <laughs> oh Lord, no, yeah. this is too much for me. Then I don't know. But Twitter so far, so good. Yeah. I don't know. But I don't take it too seriously. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like it's yeah. just hmm, let's see where. Well, I also think because I got out of a relationship so recently, I haven't really been keen to get into another one. Yeah. So I think that's also why I'm like, eh, I don't really, I'm not looking for anything really. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if I met somebody on a dating app, I feel like it'd be cool to meet somebody who's just passing through. Like, yeah. You know, and then you get to know someone and it's fun and yeah, it's over. Yeah. Mm. But two of my best friends are engaged. Oh, one is engaged. One is in a serious relationship with guys that they met on Tinder and Bumble respectively. Really? Wow. And did you know, if you're on Tinder and you meet somebody and you guys end up getting married and you met through Tinder, they'll send you like a care package on your wedding day if you, if you tell them. Are you wow. serious? Yeah, yeah, with like Tinder swag, because I guess you're a success story <laughs> yeah. for them. They're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I've kind of seen, I've seen they have like, when you swipe, I used to be on Tinder, I'm not anymore, but when you swipe on Tinder, then they have like the option on your, in your chat room hmm. with the person that you're dating, they have an option to like, um, to click the forever button, like, oh, we made it. Yeah. Well, that's cute. Yeah. It is cute. <laughs> yeah, I can't do Tinder anymore. But what about Bumble? Are you guys on Bumble? Never tried it. I was, but. when I was doing dating apps, I was on both of them. Yeah. Um, I went, I've been on a few dates on <laughs> Tinder. <laughs> I forgot because it, it feels like it was so long ago. Uh, I've been on a few Tinder dates. I well, haven't been on a Bumble date though. Do you think? Do you think that the different apps attract a different kind of caliber of person? Because yes. I always hear Tinder's for like having a one night stand or just fucking and leaving. Yeah. yeah. And then Bumble is for like people more interested. In but I will also tell you, I've seen the same motherfuckers on Bumble that are on Tinder. <laughs> yeah, because they're, oh. they're they're like casting a wide net. <laughs> exactly. Because I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Tinder is is a hookup app, but it it it, it really is what you make it. Is. I think it's just because statistically there's more people on Tinder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's more chances of people just hooking up. True. Yeah. And Bumble, the thing that's really great about it is like, first of all, I think it's it feels like it's really targeted towards like um, heterosexual relationships. So it's like the guy has to be the first person to make a move. Bumble. Uh, on Bumble, yeah. It's if the you woman, match, I think. I'm sorry, the woman has to yeah. be the first person to oh, make 
didn't makeup know that. To mm-hmm. make like so, if you match with mm-hmm. somebody on Bumble, then you have to um, wait. They you have to be the first person to write to them. They they can't. They don't have access to write to you first. And you have to do it within mm-hmm. 24 hours. Otherwise, the it communication drops. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's like a story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's different. It is, yeah. But what what does happen in same sex? Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I have matched with a, with a few girls on Bumble, mm-hmm. but then I don't. I always feel like on Bumble, I'm always the first person that makes a move. Yeah, yeah. Well, I also feel like I mean, again, I've never done it, so I don't know. But there must be some sort of excitement or just general satis- satisfaction that the other person has matched with you. So it takes away a bit of the initial fear of like, what do I say? Because this person's clearly interested. They've swiped yeah. right or left yeah, or whatever yeah, that yeah. swiping direction is, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so like, even if you're just like, hey, what's up? Like, you know that the other person's interested. Yeah. 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 Man, online is full of fucking weirdos, oh. I have to say. Okay, the next question. It's a double date with you and your best friend and their partner. Where do you go? Can I just say there's nothing better than a successful double date? I've never been on a double date. Is a successful Imagine. double date one that ends up in an orgy? I mean, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> like, when you said that, I was like, <laughs> as long as the other two people are hot enough, like, yeah. Why not? <laughs> but when everybody vibes and like yeah. everyone can be friends, then you're like, yeah, because it's often, I mean, like in the situations I've been, it's me and a girlfriend and we're both dating. Yeah. a guy and mm-hmm. then we're trying to get the guys to be friends and when they just hit it off or whatever yeah you're like all right this is yeah. me. we can do this all the time let's yeah. go on vacation together it never yeah. happens but you know <laughs> why not yeah. yeah you've never been on a double date imagine uh, anyway i'll write a story about my relationships guys the hot ghetto anyway <laughs> um if i were to go on a double date with my friends my friend and her boyfriend i think i'd choose somewhere relaxed and mm-hmm. fun and free Bar box. Ooh. Let's go. Yeah. Play games. That's a good answer. It's, it's just automatically relaxed. Yeah. Whether you want it or not, you'll just feel free. Unless somebody is highly competitive. Yeah. And insanely narcissistic. <laughs> and and yeah. gets really angry when they don't win. <laughs> yeah. Me. <laughs> I'm that person. Like, that's me. <laughs> Maybe that's me. <laughs> yeah. um, I think... Well, when I did go on a double date, it was at mm-hmm. Boho Eatery, and that was fun because it's like a little bit out of the way, you know. I love outdoors. Boho. Yeah. Oh my God. Good food. Oh, yeah. It's just beautiful. Do you know I've never been there? You oh God, need I'm really to. terrible at all of this. You would like it. I know I would, but you see, let me tell you what happened. I succumbed to all of the social media pressure and negativity that mm. happened when Boho Eatery first opened. I remember that. Right? Yeah. So I was just like, ah. Cancel culture is me. <laughs> that should be another podcast topic because I, I feel like that would be so interesting to get no, into. It definitely. It's actually on my list of things to talk about cancel culture. Yeah. And just why we're so like that. And even people do it within relationships too. You yeah. Know, where like you break up with someone, you're like, that guy's canceled. None of my friends can talk to him. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. One of my closest friends just broke up with, well, not just, but like maybe a year and a half ago, broke up with this girl that he had dated for maybe they were together for three months Mm -hmm. and she formed like this real obsessive like uh, possessive relationship with him even just like the idea of them Mm. and then a year and a half later he started dating this other other girl who just turned out to be her friend (laughs) and she Nairobi is a peanut I'm telling you Nairobi (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. 
yeah, for sure. And it turned, and then she just did this whole thing. Actually, when she broke up with him, or rather when he broke up with her, she told all of her friends that they weren't allowed to talk to him. Mm. It's just like... <sighs> We're our own worst enemies. I mean... We really are. What was your place? What was your spot? Boho. <laughs> I feel like you're cheating. How? Wait, what was yours? Oh, Bobox. bad. They're two different places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, places where you can play games, have you guys heard of that new place at Village Market? Mm-hmm. Have yes. you been? No. I've just seen the What's billboard the name? for it. It's called the Social something. Social Social Club. Social Club. Okay, I've heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't been. No. And it's yeah. supposed to be solely dedicated to like board games, right? Really? Okay. Or I'll check games. it out. Yeah. Not board games, just games. Which yeah. is quite cool, yeah. Question number five. You wanna propose. Hmm. Where do you go? I'm gonna start with you, Sonny, because I really like your fishing expression. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking about it on the ride over. And I feel like out of town. You know? Like a Nanuki or like a Diani or Lamu. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's not. um, Wait, what's yours? In my head, I was just like Lamu. Like there's no other place I'd choose. Yeah. Not a restaurant in particular, but a place, Lamu. Yeah. 100%. I was thinking the top of KICC. Oh. At night, you wow. hire uh, a chef to come and make oh. a meal. Um, okay. Hire live music. Wow. Like, do a proper setup and then just. Okay, that's cute. Right? But won't it be so windy? It might be. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure there is options for that also. Yes. I mean, by the time I'm hiring a chef and I'm hiring a live band, yeah. I'm sure I've got some windbreakers. Sure, sure. A tent. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. At least. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's quite cool. I like that. Lamu is always like the go-to place as well. Okay, so we that was um, we're kind of like halfway through the podcast, and I just want us to take a short commercial break, and we'll be right back after these words. Everywhere I go, people they hit thunder. They look around and they start to wonder. Funny how, funny, funny how, funny how you like it when it's your turn now. Funny how, funny, funny how, we just laugh around, sing funny, funny how. I don't think it's funny anymore, cause you don't know me. You don't know so, we're introducing a new mid-segment this year on every single one of our episodes. And we're going to be sharing our favorite African Black or POC podcast, so please Feel free to share your thoughts with us. Dive into the DM with your favorite podcasts. You know we're at the spread pod across the board. Today's podcast of the week is brought to you by Durex Kenya. Hashtag own your situation. So here's a deal. Are you listening to Afro Queer Podcast? It's a podcast about queer Africans living, loving, surviving, and thriving on the African continent and in the diaspora. I really think everybody should be listening to this podcast. It's honestly my favorite Kenyan podcast, of course, after the spread. And we recently recorded an episode. uh, I was being interviewed. um, The topic was kink. And I got to answer a bunch of questions about how I got involved in the kink BDSM world and what some of my favorite kinks were, you know, all of that sexy jazz. And though it was a little bit tough opening up about what some of my favorite kinks were, 
just because I think I'm possibly still carrying a little shame around them, especially in this quote-unquote vanilla world. But like a whole hashtag, a whole hashtag, not half a hashtag, a whole hashtag by Durex is having me think more introspectively about really owning my situation. So here's the thing. I'm a masochist. I like pain. I'm owning my situation, right? I enjoy voyeurism and exhibitionism. And yes, I can be both. Own your situation. I like to experience a lot of self-loving fun with a variety of sex toys, but sometimes the really good like medical grade silicone sex toys are so expensive, so I end up buying toys that are budget friendly, and then I put a condom on them to keep my vag safe from anything that isn't vag safe. So I do go out and I buy my Durex condoms because why else would I do anything else? And it's really easy for you to order yours. I understand that there's a lot of people who are still unlearning and who are carrying some kind of shame around buying these things, though you shouldn't. You should really own your situation, walk into the store, buy your Durex condoms. But if you're still you know, getting there, this is your year to own your situation. You can go on to jumia.com and order your condoms online and then have them delivered to your house. See what I mean? I'm making the situation a little bit easier for you. I've put a direct link in the show notes below so you can just go click. It'll take you directly to the Durex page on Jumia. Just pick your favorite flavors. If you want lube, you know, get down with it. It's completely up to you. And there's like a whole variety of different condoms to pick from. And I'm actually keen to know what some of y'all's favorite condoms are. Like slide into my DM and let me know which of the Durex condoms are your favorite. And then maybe I'll send you a pack. How about that? Okay, back to our podcast. You don't know me. And we're back with question number six. You want to get proposed to. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you suggest? First of all, I I have to figure out how to restructure that question because it's like, you want to get proposed to, where do you suggest? How do you even have that conversation with your partner? Yeah, I think two things. There's, there's some women who, from when they were little girls, like, know the trajectory of their wedding. Or, like, mm. they, know, they you know you have the Pinterest board and all this stuff, and you're kind of just waiting. So I feel like maybe for somebody like that, they kind of already have an idea of, like, this is what I want. And I think if you're going to be the one who is proposed to, it is always nice to alleviate some of that guesswork that your partner has to do. Yeah, I I agree. Right? Yeah, yeah. And for me, if you're going to get to the stage of proposal, ideally you've already discussed the concept of marriage. Yes. Right? Mm. So you both are, you know, so it's, I think it's less of like, oh my gosh, it's less of the surprise that you're getting engaged and more just of the surprise that it happened that day maybe like you probably know like yeah we're gonna get married eventually so like if you ever want to propose to me love i suggest that you take me where uh to bed like let's do it at home (laughs) you know like like exactly you said maybe even have like a chef come home and cook there or if he can cook cook something nice Mm -hmm. yeah let's make it like intimate we don't have to i don't really need bells and whistles i'm i also feel like okay for me the best proposals are the thoughtful ones and the private ones it can be private and still very special because i i understand for some people special means a flash mob or whatever or in the middle of town Mm -hmm. but for me private and thoughtful 
Yeah. Okay, we can go to Lamu and have you propose on a DAO yeah. at sunset yeah. with fairy lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's no one. <laughs> yes. That should be cute, but also it would be nice if you did it at home. Yeah. Fill a room with roses. Let's make it special. Make it cute. That would be still nice. I agree. Like yeah. I, those public displays of affection, like the big ones, the jumbo screen, I would die. Me too. I, yeah. You clearly don't know me if that's how you're going to propose to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, exactly the same. Yeah. Remind, yeah. Remind me to play this podcast to your partner who you're going to marry. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to forward the link. <laughs> Even for me too. If you do a, a public proposal, you don't know me well enough. Yes. So Exactly. Bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I don't know. I feel like um, it would ha- because it would have to be really personal. Uh, my heart, my heart belongs in Tigoni. Tigoni is, is like my home home. Mm-hmm. I feel like if if somebody wanted me to marry them, then they would have to ask me there mm. at home. Yeah, on, on our soil. Yes. Wow. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like that's in, really nice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just like in the daytime, looking at the beautiful tea hills and. Mm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, but I've never I've never really thought about it. I don't I don't think about marriage often. Me neither. <laughs> I used to. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, the obsessive Pinterest girl. Yeah. That was you. Girl. Nowadays I'm just like, oh, whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> but also because we've seen we were we it's so obvious that we were just completely hung up on on like Hollywood mentality of yeah. marriage. Yeah. And, and more of weddings than exactly. marriage. The ceremony itself. Yeah. Right the now, day. I'm open to... I mean, I'm open to marriage, mm-hmm. but I'm not, like, obsessively steeped in it right. like, like I used were. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if it happens, cool. If it doesn't, see, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Will you die? Takufa. Okay. This is the day or the night that you hook up for the first time. Where do you go to have dinner and drinks before? Top us on a Wednesday night. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep that in mind oh my for God, my next. That's so true. <laughs> I mean, right? It's like tapas, it's sharing plates, so it's kind of fun, kind of playful. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, if it gets kicking on the bar culture night, then lots of people come, and then you're drinking at happy hour, and then it's tequila shots, and then you're loose. <laughs> to produce large amounts the juice of juice. is loose yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> what's yours I think I'll have to go with tapas as well she's described it perfectly like you it's a fun night the mood is right hey I've rhymed yeah you're not oh anyway it just it just sets the mood so you're relaxed so if everything anything was to happen afterwards yeah yeah huh Mine's like the complete opposite, oh. <laughs> but mostly because I don't like drunk hookups, mm-hmm. um, and I'm so intentional about my sex. My sex is so important to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel really... like you just have really good sex, though. <laughs> some of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of us. <laughs> I like to have really good sex, but so, but I'm so intentional about it. So I really want. Uh, I don't know. I want. I want. I want intimacy, I want conversation because I'm also very sapiosexual so I really want to be able to like have like some deep conversation with a person that's going to like be like I just want to rip your clothes off, yeah. you know? And yeah. some, everything that sort of touches on your senses. So it's got to be good tasting, something like maybe somewhere where we can do samplers mm. um, and then just like scents because I really like 
incense and anything burning. Mm-hmm. So I want that as well. You know, I think if I'm going to hook up with somebody for the first time, it will have to be in my house and I make the food. Mm. Oh, that should be nice too. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Because I did. <laughs> but see, like, I don't oh, know. That would be nice. I'm thinking of it as two different things because there's the person that you're interested in and it's like the first time you're being sexually intimate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then there's also the person you just want to see naked. Mm-hmm. So both, both ways don't... No, but like for see me, this, this for is me, how no. fucked up my... Yeah, like, for me, actually, if it's someone I just want to, like, fuck, mm. tapas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's just, you know, get it out of the way. Yeah. But if it's someone I'm really into yeah. and someone I really... Are you getting? Yeah. Like the way... You're the, connected. Yes, there's yeah. some weight to that connection. Yeah. Let's do home. Yeah. My safe space, I'm relaxed. Yeah. We yeah. are cooking. Yeah. I oh don't God. know. Convers- we are cooking. You can allow somebody into your kitchen. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can enter my bedroom, <laughs> but you cannot enter my kitchen. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Okay. I, I, okay. I think mine will always be home. Mine will always be home because I also just really don't like hookups. But I, I like I like the lead up. I love the build up. Too. It's almost more fun, right? It's like the flirting, the glances across the room, the like you go and talk to another guy and he's just looking at you. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. love that banter, okay. that playfulness yeah. of being in public. Yeah. Or they like. You know, grab your ass or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it's yeah. going down to cute night. sexual touches yes. throughout the night. Yeah, and they're just in public, so yeah. you can be excited. It's like they're well, so I'm charged. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think everybody's going to be valid. <laughs> There's a lot of validity. I like it. I like it. Um, okay. Now you want to break up with them. <laughs> Where does this happen? What is the ideal place to take somebody when you want to break up with them? And, and then why? <laughs> why there? I think it has to be... Um, well, okay, for... I don't know. It has to be, like, either at home. Not my house, like, theirs. Or... For me, okay? For Yay. me. Or... I, 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 don't, I don't do the public breakup well. I don't, because I'm probably going to cry... And I don't like crying in public. I don't like crying, period, I think. May well, cry everywhere. That'll be another <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's another podcast episode. It's a long conversation. Yeah. But um, I also think like it needs to be somewhere where you feel safe, where you can like have a discussion potentially about what's happening mm-hmm. and why. Yeah. So when it can be like on the couch and you've got a box of tissues and then you know you can leave that space mm. yeah and not and i guess and not have especially if it's their place and not have the breakup associated with the space cuz yeah. like if it's at cafe then every time you go there you'll be like oh, that heartbreaking well, actually yeah it's hard to break up with someone in public you know i'd i'd say java <laughs> and i i, I get your Sorry, point java. for <laughs> java pole <laughs> anyway <laughs> that point of associating a space with heartbreak because actually there's a there's a guy i dated a few years ago, like we had our hardest, but then he said the worst things to me. Anyway, that's another conversation. No, 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 no. It's not another conversation. It's I cried. I cried. Like I, I wept in Java oh, at shit. the table. I was just like, you know what? Whoever will see, will see. I don't care. But that particular Java, I have never set foot in uh, since 2017. Because of the memory. Because of that memory. But Java in general, I go. But that particular one, no. 
I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. for if you're having that kind of a conversation, I feel just a public place. Paul Lesana, if it will sky you and leave a bad memory in your head. Home, I feel like home should be your safe space, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I wouldn't want to, for me, I wouldn't want to have that conversation in his home or mine because yeah. that energy just sits there. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. I think if I had to take it public or go somewhere Out. that wasn't a house, like mm-hmm. one of our houses, yeah. maybe um, somewhere like Arboretum or Karura where we can walk huh. and be in... Outdoors. Fuck, and I had a breakup at Alberton. You did? Yeah. And was it good? <laughs> Am I going to like win brownie points for breaking up? With? And now no guy is going to come with me to, when I'm like, you want to go to the forest? They'll be like, fuck no. no. <laughs> it was horrible. I will never forget everything because I used to live on Riverside Drive. Mm-hmm. And we walked from my house all the way to Alberton. And then we sat down and we did this breakup. Mm. And then fucking walked back. Oh my Together? God. Um, I don't remember. I feel like I don't remember anything after that. But yeah. I, I don't think so. But yo, yeah. It's Every just, time I drive down that road, I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just never going to be good. Money it's never going to be easy. But like, please, if you're listening, always do it face to face. If you can. Yeah. Don't, don't write a text. Don't email. Don't send a DM. Like, please. What like, if you're long distance and you just like... You can still do it face to face. Actually, yeah. 2020, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. Texting is really cowardly. I think I've done that about always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was actually about to say my thing was going to be is like, so I'm at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the other person <laughs> might be a Java. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or a <few> other <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, you just found out your partner is cheating and you need to let them know. Where does this happen? You understand, yeah? Somebody yeah. just told you that the motherfucker is cheating. And you want to tell them. Like, asshole, I know. Yo, like then and there. If it was, if we were like, even if we were like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I find it like, let's say we were out on a night out at some bar or whatever. And then somebody came up to me and was like, yo, I saw your partner hooking up with so-and-so. I, I, ha- I almost have to say something immediately. Yeah. I'm not going to be normal after that or like yeah. calm. Like you can't even concentrate on anything else. And especially if it's validated. Because, you know, sometimes people, I mean, rumors happen yeah, yeah, yeah. and maybe the guy was walking with a girl and then they're like, oh, they're hooking up. And mm. you're like, oh, come on. Yeah. But you need to clear that air as soon as possible, I feel like. Um, I think I share the same sentiments, but a part of me, petty me, hmm. feels like, let's dress up, <laughs> mm-hmm. let's go somewhere, <laughs> good dinner, then all of a ah, babe, have you seen this? Did just see? Just look, just look, just mm, look. Picture. I love Receipts. it. Mm, Mr. and Mrs. Smith vibes. Exactly. Mm, what a movie. Yeah. <laughs> then I wait for your reaction. Let's be petty. Let's do this. <laughs> Yeah, but I wouldn't do that. Yeah, then taking, I go. After saying you're taking them on a really expensive dinner. Exactly. And you stand up and leave the bill. Yes. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like petty. Petty, <laughs> petty. petty. Madame Petty. Huh. <laughs> huh. Okay. Because the thing with like instant. I'm imagining like you're saying, like you're saying just there and then, but if you find out about it and your partner is not with you at the, at the moment. Do you call them or text them? 
immediately? I, I or would. you would wait? Yeah, I, no, I, I think I would have to say something. Yeah. And, um, yeah, if it was founded in any form of truth, I would even, like, again, go back to, like, a coffee shop mm-hmm. and say, you know, can we meet? And just discuss it, like, yeah. This is what so and so told me. It happened on this and this date. They have these receipts. Like, mm-hmm. what's happening, mm-hmm. basically? Yeah. Yeah. I always find, though, that, like, if I've ever been in a situation with somebody who's not being faithful, that if I text them, then they, they have time to think about their lie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to, I've like, never thought of it that way, actually. Yeah. But it makes sense. Because then they, they think about all of the things that they could possibly say to excuse it. But it's also like, for me, yeah, I usually, I would, I would want time between finding out and having the discussion because I'm just immediately going to be angry. But also like, look at me and see that you're hurting me. Yeah. You know, if you're yeah. hiding, if somebody can just hide behind a text screen and not even necessarily realize the impact that it's had on you, you know, and it can be hard to be vulnerable in those moments where you're like trying not to cry, but yeah. you're heartbroken, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Right? Adulting. Adulting yeah. sucks balls. <laughs> you want to let your partner know that you're not dating them exclusively. Where do you take them? So I think this is like the question between uh, like wanting to go steady, hooking up and wanting to go steady. But you, but you want to see other people. You just want to be in a non-monogamous relationship. For me, I'm like, where are the hottest people in Nairobi? Because I'm going to go there and be like, look at all these people. We could hook up with all of these people and each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, look. Where's that? Good question. I'm asking. Hmm. I don't know. But ah, at the spread. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Look at all these hotties. Yes. Yes, and people who are like Sex down to be positive. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so. Oh yeah. And then also <laughs> gonna start seeing me coming here. <laughs> yeah, that would be front nice row. Sony. Yeah, my bad. Okay. Woo. <laughs> I walked into that one to be fair. <laughs> Do you have a place? I think I have to settle for this pro- the spread as well, because I mean. There are options, so why should I settle for one person? But I don't know. I don't think I have a particular place. But if it comes up in a conversation, regardless of where we are, I just say it out, mm. like straight, straight yeah. up. Not as I don't fear saying what I want or yeah. what I don't mm. want. If the conversation is about that, let's clear it out of the way. Yeah. If we are at Karura or Siju, we are Java or whatever, Inti, I am sorry, me, I don't want to be exclusive. Yeah. That's the conversation. So let's just put all the cards on the table. Yeah. Yeah. I think also, like, it would, I would probably end up going somewhere with, like, a good happy hour. Because I think, first of all, the alcohol helps, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also just trying to keep the mood. Light. Li- yeah. Because yeah. 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 it's not, I mean, I don't know if in the question we've been dating or something. But, like, if it is just somebody I've been hooking up with, then I just want to keep the vibe a bit lighter and be like, listen, yeah. I'm really enjoying what we're doing, but I'm not, I'm also maybe hooking up with other people. Yeah. Maybe they asked you, maybe you'd been hooking up for a while yeah. and then they've, they've said that they want to take things to the next level. Yeah. So you, you want to then tell them, well, actually I kind of really like what we're doing now. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the vibe. Yeah. It has to be like a happy hour kind of. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Maybe like an art cafe, something easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you suspect that your partner might want to break up with you. They suggest that you pick a spot. Where is it? <laughs> Guys, I think Java is my breakup spot. Yeah, <laughs> that one Java. I swear, one Java. Let that vibe stay there, for real. Like just somewhere easy, accessible. Then after that, ew, I'm not going back there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, so it has to be a place that you know you you won't go back to. Yes, like, that you can live without. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm. At least there's enough Javas that you can exactly. <laughs> you have a lot, around 70 breakup opportunities. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> and you're like, just keep opening, guys, <laughs> please. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I need to rip the bandaid. Like, because uh, there's no worse feeling when you know when you know it's coming. Because mm. you can just feel somebody slowly pulling away, yeah. and you're like, please, either tell me that we're gonna work on it, that something's up, or if you're ready to be out, like. Just rip them. So yeah. the, the, the situation is this. Your part, the person that you've been seeing calls, you notice that they've been um, like distant in their communication and just in everything. Mm -hmm. And then they call and they're like, we need to talk. Uh, <laughs> the worst question in the world. Yes. <laughs> so why don't you pick a place? Uh, That's how the conversation goes. That, and you, you felt that feeling, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The place you pick is Java. A hundred percent. Oh, maybe like, um, I guess it depends on how much I like them, but maybe something like Alchemist on a day when something's mm -hmm. happening. So like a bit earlier, like early evening, and then you break up with me and then I just dance all night. DJ mm -hmm. Case on the decks. <laughs> <laughs> got it. And call my friends, I'm like, I just got dumped. Let's party. Come through, come through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, shit, that's a hard one. I wouldn't know. W would yours be a daytime or a nighttime? I don't think time would matter because whatever's coming is coming. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, what's my aftercare? Yours was, like, partying. What would my aftercare? I, I would definitely, if I like the person and I knew they were going to break up with me, I would want to go home and cry. I'd go yeah. home and yeah. just like cry in Netflix, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. For me, I don't think time would matter. If my day is free, either way, I'd still go home in zombie mode, just driving like... Well, mm. isn't, isn't, isn't that crazy? I was thinking I was like, my last breakup, when uh -huh. it happens, you are kind of in a daze for a couple of I was in a daze. And you pick up your phone like, oh wait, we're, we're not texting, like we've broken up. Yeah. And it takes a while to like, yes, realize. Mm. It's done. Yeah. Mm. So whichever, whichever time of day, whatever time of day, I'm still going home. I just need to, I don't know, gather my thoughts, yeah. cry it out, yeah. do whatever I need to do, nap maybe. Mm. Yeah. Masturbate. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it's probably not gonna happen. Uh, but when you're sad, I ain't sure. Sad masturbation is the best. <laughs> 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 okay, and this is actually the last question. Oh. I know, right? <laughs> You've been toying around with the idea of a threesome. So you and your partner go out scouting. Where do Ooh. you go? Oh, okay. I do remember my answer for this question. Mm -hmm. I personally, I need to get out of the country. Like, I cannot run the risk of running into the threesome partner 
ever again, basically. Like, yeah. I just, I mean, also, I like to think I'm like a fun, chill girl, but I feel like the jealousy would kind of eat at me if it was, you know, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I really, I, I don't really know how you, do you have tips on how to pick a third person? I do. I actually have a whole podcast episode about it. Then I need to listen to it. <laughs> me too. Because like I have zero experience. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Cool. But in my head, in yeah. my head, I feel like it would be actually best if I'm doing it while traveling Somewhere I know, even if I go back, no one really knows who I am. Like, Nairobi people just, hey, no one day wake up and I find a thread on Twitter. <laughs> no. So let me just do it away, outside the, the country. Where you found them. Imagine. <laughs> anyway, outside the country, whatever, Cape Town, Italy, whatever. Then we just enjoy ourselves and move on. In my head, that was, that's what would work. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, if it's me and my partner looking for a third person, I'd want to be away but I'm okay with being the third person if it's another couple in Nairobi yeah you know like I don't have an issue with joining and they're an established couple in Nairobi Mm -hmm. yeah but I wouldn't want me and my partner to have a third person in Nairobi I also feel like if I'm if I'm joining or whichever way it's going I'd like to be the one choosing Mm -hmm. not the one being chosen does that make sense yeah yeah like I want to be the one in control of who I want to share this moment with. Mm. So you're talking about if it's you and your partner, you would be the one? Okay, yes, I see. Yes. Yeah, yeah, As yeah. opposed to if you were the third Yeah, person. yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know. This is a question I get so often because people are always asking me, so what do we do? You know, my partner and I are trying to look for a third person. What do we do? It's just so hard. It's, 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 it's almost as hard as answering the question about, I'm looking for a partner. What do I do? Yeah. Like, I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I or can't help you. maybe this but is like a million dollar idea that we take offline. Hmm. Where it's just like, well, I'm sure. for a third? <laughs> yeah. Come on. <laughs> a website. You just sign up. Yeah. yeah. Filter. Same like, same like Tinder. Yeah. I've also been asked to be a third so, <laughs> so many times. It's I, ridiculous. That must be really flattering though, right? Yeah. Not entirely. Uh. I don't find it flattering. You know what I do find flattering when people compliment my work. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh. flattering. Yeah. yeah. But um, entirely sexualizing me isn't always flattering. Okay. Well, I guess it depends on how it's being asked to it's, or and who it's coming from. And you're no, really... it doesn't matter because really? either way you're sexualizing me. And mm. and it's not like um, I haven't given you the opportunity to sexualize me because I'm pole dancing and mm-hmm. posting pictures of my booty on Instagram, but. It just, I don't know. But so, okay, but then maybe I'm misunderstanding. Because do you feel like every approach is sexualizing you? I mean, it's never like, well, if somebody's asking to sleep with you, then yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because it's always just like, uh, the most recent one was somebody who's a friend of mine. She's been married for a long time. She's like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't live in in Kenya. She's she's not Kenyan. Um, So she's like, my husband and I are visiting and we were actually just looking for, I always know this. Actually, let me tell you how I always know that I'm (laughs) going to be asked. Uh Hi, Kaz. I have something to ask you, but then I don't know how. I'm just like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Here we go. What the fuck you're going to ask me? You might as well just... (laughs) come out with it so my husband and I are visiting and we were just look, thinking because you know we're not at home it would be nice to have a good time and we're we're wondering like oh gosh what do we have to do to be able to get some, like a third person and I was like I don't know maybe Tinder because um, I've met a lot of couples on Tinder who I've had like haven't hooked up with them but we've had like really intimate conversation I really enjoy yeah. like 
I enjoy threesomes. Mm-hmm. So like con- couples that we've had conversations with that were cool. Uh, but so that's my thing. It's just like go on Tinder. No, we can't because you know people know me and da da da. So what about you? <laughs> eh. No. But okay, is there any situation in which it is flattering? Where you're feeling like if Janelle Monet asked. Okay. Ooh. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what's a flat. I, I feel like asking me to sleep with you is no longer flattering for mm. me. I don't know if it has been in the past, but I think asking me at all to sleep with me is not flattering for me. Do you imagine that? Do, do I think? can. Mm-hmm. Especially just like off the bat? Yeah. So can, no, yeah. Can, but can you imagine it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it would be flattering? Like, hey, so my partner and I were wondering if you were down for a threesome. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been asked before and I found it flattering. Off the bat. Oh. Um, what, what do we mean by off the bat? Because I feel like mm-hmm. I can totally understand where if somebody doesn't know you and mm-hmm. they're just going to ask you because you post your booty on Instagram, then it's like, all right, what up? Like, you don't, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. You're not asking mm-hmm. because you know me. Yeah. But when somebody knows you and they're like maybe a friend or, you know, they know you, they've hung out with you and they're like, you know, we would really, you know, we'd be interested. Then I'm like, oh, I'm flattered, but I can't, I'm busy or I don't want to, or, or I, or I like, yes, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know? But For me, that, I think it would depend on who's asking. Mm-hmm. Exactly. If it's a friend? It would depend, oh God. On which friend? On which friend. <laughs> Actually, just there's so many variables. It depends on how well we know each other, how comfortable I am with you. Yeah. How comfortable I usually am around you. I, there's so many variables. It just depends on All of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. But off the bat, I don't know. I'd feel a bit... Yo, I mean, yeah, calm down. Also, for you to assume that I'm attracted to you or your partner. Yeah, yeah, I mean, guys, calm down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, you know, and 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 it almost feels like the reason you're asking me is because you think I'm DT, like I'm down to fuck. Yeah. All day, every day. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, first of all, you're cute. I like you. I'm not going to fuck you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think when I think about it more, it's like sometimes it's a little offensive. Yeah. So unless I'm flirting with you, I think mm. that's the only time that I think it's cool for you to ask me. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. If, I've, if, yeah if I've shown interest in you, then... Mm. Yeah. I think yeah. because a lot of the time I get asked when there is no chemistry between us. Yeah. Oh, that's no, but then you feel like yeah. you're being used. Yeah. Yes. It's like just... Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not a sex toy. You can't just bring me into the bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, did we figure out a place? Oh, <laughs> we forgot the question. Oh, you did actually. You answered it because you both said out of town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, we did. Yeah, out of town. Okay. I and guess. what's your place? My partner and I want to have a threesome. The spread. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy. Yeah. But if I if I was to pick a second place, where would it be? A wedding. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. I would have never I, thought of that. I but now that you've mentioned this, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People go to weddings with a mood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I wonder why. 
but like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's People a thing. Are thirsty. Mm. <laughs> <Good> <laughs> <winnings>. Yeah. <laughs> Especially for the mm. bridal parties, you yeah. know? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's where, that's where, that's a good place, huh? Yeah. yeah. Mental yeah. note me. Yeah. <laughs> Aw, thanks, guys. I'm going to give you this opportunity to plug whatever you want to plug. Tony? Oh, follow me on Instagram, Sony Side Up with a dot between Sony Side and oh. Sony Inside. And side and up. Okay, let me do that again. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram at sony.side.up. Cool. Follow me on Instagram, Kaluhi's Kitchen. And also, please subscribe to my YouTube channel, Kaluhi's Kitchen. Yes. Also, just DM her on Twitter. <laughs> shoot guys, your shot. Shoot your shot, guys. I'm very open this year. Yeah. 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 Pikana Kaluhi. Literally. Thank you guys so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yay. This was awesome. Right? Okay. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Spread Podcast. You have officially been ordained a spreader. Welcome to the pack. Please don't forget to follow us on at the Spread Pod across the board on all social media platforms. We're also available on all podcast platforms, so you can listen to us wherever you want. And if you want, please just feel free to leave us like a you know five star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever, and a cute little review because that's how we stay top of the game. Till next time, guys. Thank you and bye. Make my dream a reality.